Cozy's own friends, Ben Weber here. It is Tuesday evening, and I just completed nearly 10 minutes of meditation. I set a little timer for myself. Stop. Uh, what is it? Stop, breathe, think. That's the app. And I set a timer. I set it for 15 minutes, and I close my eyes, and I tell you, it is a fight to meditate. My mind is rife with clutter, with terrifying images, uh, filthy things, violent things. It is, it is unbelievable uh, what lurks in the recesses of my mind. Um, yeah, it, it's really interesting. I do feel much better, uh, much more centered than when I began but uh, wow, it is, it is a serious practice that I would like to uh, delve deeper into. I'm meditating now to honor this week's episode of Cozy Zone, uh, episode 21 with Jamie Roach on the High Line. Jamie Roach is a colleague of mine. He's an artist. He's an actor. He's a director. He's a theater maker. He's a delightful human being, and I have the pleasure of working with him very often during the year at uh, the theater where I work. He is a teaching artist there. And we got a chance to hang out on the High Line and have an incredible conversation. Uh, I got to learn all sorts of things about him and he about me. And it was just exhilarating. Um, he, he is an early champion of the whole notion of Cozy Zone with Ben Weber. And, yeah, I just am thrilled to bring his beautiful countenance to the world. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who attended uh, the Propaganza Ways that I did a few weeks ago. Um, they were really wonderful. They were hot. They were in Times Square. They really contributed a lot to my own growth as an artist, as a comedian, as a person. So thank you so much for being with me and showing support. Um, and if you are interested, please join me Thursday. That's this Thursday, July 30th, for the Elastic City Benefit. That's $40, open bar. I'm emceeing. Karen Finley's going to be there. Ramsey on. I am going to be open-hearted. It's literally going to be like watching my own open-heart surgery. Um, going to be very vulnerable, very beautiful, very whimsical, a little tipsy, presumably. Delicious drinks by Tim Miner. I hope to see you there. I hope to continue to live a life where I can plug things on Cozy Zone. I hope to live a life where corporate sponsors are dying to get in, to get a sweet, sweet piece of this cozy action. But until that time, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a fan. Thanks for supporting downloading, visiting BenWeberProjects.com, liking the Cozy Zone Foundation on Facebook. Thanks for 
following at Ben Weber Projects on Instagram. Thanks for following at Cozy Zone on Twitter. Cozy Zones with an S. You're great. I'm really happy to bring you episode 21. Jamie Roach on the High Line. I think one of my favorite New York City activities is watching the people go by. Yeah. Look at this girl with the uh, three-inch shoes there, three-inch platform shoes. I love her pants. She's very cute. Uh, some There's three, like, diamond windows in the back there. Oh, yeah, now I see those, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> flowy, flowy pants. Yes. Uh, what, how would you describe those shoes? I mean, they're, they're three, in, I mean, you know, when you say three-inch, you think, right. what, high-heels, stilettos. They're like sneakers. Sneakers, yeah. With three inches of um, of leverage of leverage platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three inches of leverage. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> I always imagine she has a trampoline inside each shoe, so she's really it, bouncing. You off. want you want a trampoline exactly in your shoes. I want that too. <laughs> when you said it, I was like, yeah, I want I want a trampoline <laughs> in <laughs> my shoes. <laughs> There's a show I'm in on the weekends, and I play this really rich character, a spoiled character. And so I live out my fantasies, and one of the fantasies I tell everybody is that my parents cut out the fourth floor of our apartment and put in an entire trampoline <laughs> in the floor. <laughs> and I always imagine that every, uh, <laughs> every weekend. We're going to start this game. Is this show Accomplice? Yeah. And... You obviously know my friend then, Brett Oresco. Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Who, who actually was a guest on Cozy Zone. Was he? Uh-huh. I don't know. Oh, i have to... Yeah, it's a good one. i have to go back it's to a, that. It's a little... It's a tipsy one on my part. <laughs> uh, this, is why, this is why I refused your bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. I, I, try to, I try to say yes to all of the... As much of people's Cozy Zone uh, sort of requests and coordinates as possible, but... Knowing my relationship with wine in particular, how ma- it makes me a little sleepy yeah. uh, and slow. And in this case, very like belligerent and emotional oh, with wow. Brett. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, I'll have to check that it's out. It's a good one. Yeah, I could tell in your tone there was a history or a, a story behind why you immediately said, no, I think I'm, I'm good without wine. Well, it's just, it doesn't, I am not at my best with wine. Yeah. Um, I wish it was different. I wish I was a more boisterous drinker, but I am a sort of a lethargic, <laughs> sleepy drinker. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I enjoy a more herbal vice. Okay, sure. That's sort of what That's, I enjoy most. Yeah. See that that would be the opposite. For me. Yeah, I, I have the Irish spirit when, I when the uh, booze gets in my system. Ah. I start getting giddy. You got it. I turn into a leprechaun. Oh my god! <laughs> uh. Now talk about Flowey. That lady's teal dress yes. is beautiful. Beautiful. It looks like it looks great on her. Yeah. I'd say too. Like yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm happy she's wearing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful. Yes. Ah. Uh. I wish I was wearing it. It looks so comfortable. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, Core Fusion Bar uh-huh. uh, t-shirt. So presumably uh, some sort of ballet, fitness, dance, right. uh, dance for power yes. type situation. Yeah. 
And then you drink afterwards yeah. at the bar. At the bar, yeah. Which is provided on site. Bar. 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 Um, Jamie, can you tell us about where we are right now? Yeah, we are at about probably 20th Street on the High Line, one of my favorite favorite places in New York. And I've loved it ever since it opened. Pretty much day one I was here, and uh, it's a good escape. I think I was thinking about it today because I, I actually asked my one of my best friends, Catherine, I thought, I said to her, where do you think I'm, I'm uh, going on my cozy zone adventure? She said, well, it's got to be outside. And I said, yeah, you're right about that. And she, she talked about Central Park, which is true, but I think the reason that I like the High Line more is because I like being elevated. Mm. There's something about that that's really fun. So we're on the High Line. We are uh, in my favorite spot because I love love this uh this location it's got a lawn right in front of us yes we have to stay off the lawn though they've blocked it off yeah it's too bad because they used to let it out they used to (laughs) let they used to let their hair down yeah uh in the summer months and it used to be you know it was uh it held some special memories for me you you were you were telling me about one of those memories (laughs) on our approach uh would you mind sharing yeah. Sort of the significance of this, this lawn? Yeah. So I used to live in Chelsea for a bit. Mm. And um, I went on the third date with this guy who I saw some real potentiality with. And uh, <laughs> he showed up late uh, with a big bag full of picnic stuff. So all was forgiven when he showed up. And uh, we had a glass of wine down the way at a little bar on the High Line. And then we walked here, found the spot. Everybody was sprawled out on the lawn. And we found a little, perfect little spot for us. And um, I think it was a, a moment where I realized what presence looked like with another person. Uh, I, I just, I to this day think back to that and just remember not caring what the rest of the world was doing in that moment, but I was with this guy, and we're still together. So it was a testament then of what he meant to me. That is so nice. <laughs> uh, so presence, and so so everyone else vanished. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I get really uh, self-conscious about uh, PDA kind of stuff. Sure. And so, but and and we were like we were you know pretty pda together uh, that was probably the most pda i've ever been in public wow um wow so that was that was that was interesting a- and knowing him now i know that he uh generally doesn't like to he doesn't pda yeah he doesn't either. hashtag pda either so <laughs> that we, that was a stretch for both of us but there was a surrender to it and being like all right this is where I'm at. This is more important than being self-conscious. Oh, wow. Do you remember, do you remember what you talked about or was it just the, it was just the A in P? (laughs) You were just ding the A in P. I was definitely ding the A in the P, but uh, I think part of it was that I am usually pretty good at filling in um, gaps in conversation, in moments, 
And he is really good at letting those gaps just sit. And I think a part of that is when I went back to uh, Milwaukee area where he's from, I visited some of his relatives and there were lots of those moments. And luckily I had been with him for over a year and I kind of was used to sitting in the silence and just sort of waiting for the next conversation to arise. But I think in that moment, it was one of the first moments of surrendering to not trying to fill and just being with him, if that makes any sense. It does. I, I really, I really like thinking about that push and pull, that tension between filling gaps and letting gaps breathe. And it actually, I mean, it makes me think a lot about art making and creativity. Sort of that—that mm-hmm. that is very much. I don't know that that tension, that um, battle between gaps or between silence and not silence, is a huge part of it. And you know, how do you? Uh, I guess it just brings up the question: like when you make something, whatever it is. Where do you let an audience in? Like, what information do you give them? Like, how much do you care about what they're thinking in the gaps? Like, right. like what, what do you provide? What do you allow them to bring? Do you have control over that? Mm. I don't know. That, I, I just, uh, that turn of phrase is very uh, enlivening. Yeah. I think I'm always trying to figure that out. Yeah. And I know that for myself, especially in this, I don't want to blame the society, but I think this society kind of demands um, being very proactive. And and sometimes that, uh, for me, goes into a lot of controlling. Sure. Control the situation and and control the output and uh, make sure that the audience really gets what whatever I'm I'm devising or, 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 or wanting them to understand. Um, but man, there's so much freedom and, and such, uh, sometimes it's so much more fun when even for the person doing it and for the audience, when there's that control is taken away. Yeah, absolutely. I love, I love relinquishing the control. I think because it kind of gets me off the hook in some way. (laughs) Like, you know, if I, if I create the container, if I create the format, (laughs) then I can just relax and like everyone else is the engine of the experience, you know, and I don't need to worry about it so much. It's funny. I was just editing together a video today and, um, I, uh, there was a thing that I put in there and I thought people are really going to, well, I, I assume people would really overanalyze why I had put that in there. Yeah. And part of it, and I was really checking myself. I was thinking, is this ego putting it into like, make it really artistic and interesting or is it somehow that I, I really think this is important in terms of driving the story forward and so I had to like check that but then I was also my control came in and I said I, I really want to um, I really want to make sure they get it and get exactly why I put it in there and then the, the, the other side of that was um, they're really going to overthink it and, and, and anyways it just came it went back and forth between you know sort of my control and 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 I, at the end of the day I, I thought you know I don't really know why I put this in here I, I I think I've checked it enough where like my ego's not driving it but I think 
I, I think I can just let it go, like whatever they interpret from it. And it's only a fleeting moment, like whatever, who cares? They can think whatever they want. They can. <laughs> they can. This, this they, this audience, it, it's starting to rain. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep at it for, yeah? a, for a moment. All right. I, it doesn't seem so bad. Uh, it's very gorgeous. You can see the little, there's not so many raindrops, but infrequent raindrops sort of shooting down uh, behind the lighting of the High Line, which uh, I learned in a documentary about light pollution that the lighting design of the High Line uh, is particularly uh, designed so that it shines down onto the ground and not up uh, into the the sky. Um, And one of the reasons light pollution is bad is because we can't see uh, Earth-destroying asteroids as well. So we won't have as much warning oh, wow. to prepare for the big one. Oh, my God. That's yeah. So thank you, Highline. That's really generous. Thank you, Highline, yeah. for, for considering that. It also makes the plants really pop. Oh, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I need more plants. <laughs> Stunning. <But> <laughs> I mean, these weeds look gorgeous. They do. They're, these are very intentionally yeah. you know, curated. These are not weeds. I mean, you're right. They're, well, I don't think. They're I mean, bouquets of weeds, though. I mean, You keep calling them weeds. They're but. perfectly placed weeds, <laughs> for sure. Like, <laughs> if these were growing next to a, a railroad, uh, you know, in somewhere else outside of the Highline, they'd be weeds. Sure. But so the, high, the frame of this, of this very posh park <laughs> makes, makes me think that they're, they're more than weeds. Yeah, they're intentional. Intentional. Um, I can't believe we just came from a meditation class. That yeah. that was that was how we started this whole night. And uh, <laughs> now we're sitting in the rain on the high line. <laughs> yeah, what did you think about that class? I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I really liked it a lot. I mean, meditation is hard, man. I mean, I, I yeah. struggled. I mean, I, I, and I, I was looking forward to the struggle, but like... Yeah, I mean, as I was telling you, like, it was a combination of, you know, this, just all of this terrifying chatter in my mind. Like, not just, you know, just like, oh, like, grocery lists and, like, yeah. but it's just, like, I, like, I, like violent thoughts and, like, just horrible, like, horrible things in my mind. I was just like, oh, God, like, what is that? Like, what is going on? And then I would fall asleep. Right. (laughs) Brain would shut off. Yeah, like, all of these, like, yeah, so maybe I was, like, running from the trauma and I'd just be not off in my chair. Um, uh, It was really interesting. I I went to this ashram last week, and the nun is about, uh, that was teaching a lot of the Dharma classes was, probably in her late 70s or 80s and she was relaying that she never has really found um the enlightened meditation that that she herself is always seeking it and um that she always nods off and that she's (laughs) still like like, (laughs) it was it was really humbling to hear it was also just it, it, it was so interesting that you know, I mean, meditation is all about like not attaching ourselves. Right. And yet it seems like she is in a way. And she said, I hope before I die that I finally reach a meditation that is what they all talk about. A, right. a meditation of freedom. I thought you've been meditating for like over 50 years. Oh, my God. And teaching it and doing it every day. What, what does that leave us? <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> but I mean, for me, like it, all of this is 
thinking about the journey, the striving, yeah. like l- structuring your life so that you are always striving for this, this practice that really just comes from sitting still, right? Like yeah. you're not hurting anyone. You're not, you know, hurting yourself. You're sitting still. You're quiet. You're, you're trying to be aware of all your bodily processes. You're trying to let go all of the thoughts. You're trying to be kind to yourself. Mm. Like that's great. Like uh, the side effects of that are beautiful, yeah. presumably. Yeah. And you were saying like there were there were dharma talks at this ashram, uh-huh. and uh, tell tell me about those. Those are incredible. Do you want me to get? I have an umbrella. You want me to get the umbrella? Yeah, sure. I could do a little umbrella. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah, yeah a little. We could put. Uh, okay. Uh, there, there are some minor electrical. Uh, oh, very nice. Oh, yeah. Allow me. <laughs> we can switch off. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. This will be... I'll try and be macho and a host for a moment. But uh. <laughs> The Dharma talks were a trip. Uh, they were... Um, I think, in essence, what I got out of all the Dharma talks for the week were that we are all the same. Okay. That we are all... Not only people are all the same, but we are all made of the same material as everything else in the world. Right. In the universe. In the universe. Yeah. yeah. In the universe. Um, so there, there, th- there's a grace that comes out of that. And, um, and I think, uh, what else? I, I don't know. That, w- the, that mantra, we are all the same, is, th- is the one thing I really latched onto. At that, uh, and then I wrote a bunch of other stuff down that I haven't looked at yet. Yeah. But what a gift when you finally look at it yeah exactly jamie i think i think we're in the cozy zone we're in <laughs> right we're now in. it's it's raining we're under umbrella you can hear like a little pitter patter we're talking about dharma <laughs> there's uh there's this statue right ahead of us it's a sort of a, a fierce metal statue with many yeah. different colors i can't tell what what it's the representation is yeah. I keep trying to read it. I've always tried. To, I always think it's letters, but mm. what could it say? It's cool. Uh, yeah. Choo choo. L- l- lunch. <laughs> <laughs> L is for lunch. <laughs> oh man, I love how. I mean, when when this Highland started, what? Five, like I don't know, six years, seven I years don't ago. Even know, yeah. It started with just the, you know. What it what it what it is, and then and then artists have just continued to add on to it, yeah. which is so fun. Yeah, yeah more weeds more, grow. Yeah, intentionally, mm-hmm. intentional weeds have grown, but yeah, murals are popping up. And yeah, more sculptures and this crazy uh, sculpture I was telling you about that I love, which is the oh, wallet yeah. and cell phone. I love that sculpture. so much sitting on the end of the bench that is that is a big deal like that it feels very very <laughs> meaningful that that someone you know, sort of put our our sad culture our s- attachment to these things uh in sculpture form that's so good and so we worry that we li- left it there other people are like oh shit what, what am i gonna do like what do you do right do, uh, you touch it oh man it's so good it's so good because I- i'm sure people have had every spectrum of revelation through that. Like yeah. m- maybe they've gone for it with the intention of stealing it. Maybe they've, 
thought, I mean, for people that haven't seen it, it's literally like the same size as your wallet and the same size as your cell phone, yeah. like, a, like, a, like a, an iPhone. Yeah, I mean, it's just like mine. I mean, my wallet and my cell phone look just precisely like, like those. In bronze, but the bronze is perfectly done so that it looks just like yeah. what it is. And yeah, it, or, or, you know, like it was on my mind. I went here yesterday with a friend. We sat oh, right there. Oh, great, great. And um, I actually didn't, that's new. So I, we sat next to it and, and I said, uh, I even touched it. And I was like, oh man, somebody left it here. I'm like, well, it's good that, you know, we showed up because we'll, we'll find the right person <laughs> for it. So I'm like, let's just wait here. And so we waited for like 20 minutes and we were talking and stuff. And then finally, like, you know what? It's been too long. Like we need to, we need to call... <laughs> a friend and have this person find their phone again and then we reached I reached for it and realized it was a statue and we both were hysterical well we discovered that you're a good man well I mean today or yesterday but who knows knows? I wouldn't have stolen it no I don't think so yeah you're uh, I think um, so something that's particularly special about doing a cozy zone with you is you we we work together yes uh, and you you were hired as a teaching artist at uh, the organization where I work, and uh, I was a part of like one of your early orientations. I think the rain has stopped. The rain has stopped. We we conquered the rain, <laughs> um, and we were in groups, and I forget exactly what we were sharing, but we were sharing, I don't know, something we hoped for, or something that's on our mind, or some sort of aspirational prompt. And this was way back, what, when was this, in September perhaps, right. when I was like still trying to turn in the final edits to my thesis. And one of the things that I had devised for myself in order to like make that happen is like, okay, I'm going to make an artistic project that I will not be able to start until I turn in my thesis edits. And you're like, oh, cool, man. That's, like, so great. Like, you were so supportive. You were so sweet about it. I was like, wow, thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I, well, I don't talk about it a lot. But, like, you, were, you, you held the space so regally. And, uh, and now here we are. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 I celebrate that. I mean, I, I remember when you told me that you did it. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. What was that a couple months ago? Yeah. Well, and you'd, you'd already you know, gone through quite a few you, of yeah. these. Yeah. And that was so exciting to me. Oh, it's so nice. Putting stuff out there is the most important thing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Just going for it. Yeah, because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter, like, what it is or who sees it or how many people see it. Like, sure. I, I think there were a few weeks not too long ago where I was just like, oh, man, like, why don't I have a million hits? You know, but, like... This past week, I think, I've calmed down a little bit. I'm just like, you know, it's so important to be patient with oneself. I I will say, for me, it is so important to be patient with myself, to move slow, Mm. to be nice to yourself. It's so hard for me to do that. But, yeah, I mean, like... You uh, you have your day one app right that prompts yeah. you to, to write a little journal entry every day, right. uh, which is so good and and that sort of practice of constantly generating something meaningful, mm. you know something's bound to happen, right? Totally. So yesterday this girl had a drawer full of keys and each key had a word on it and I 
found two keys that I was really drawn to. One said courage and one said create. And I really strongly gravitated towards courage. In fact, I, I keep thinking I'm going to go back to the office and be like, here, let me, get, <laughs> let me trade you in. <laughs> but what I realized in that, I think courage is motivated, at least in my mindset right now, I could be wrong. Courage is like the um, reaction against fear, which is great and yeah. really important. And I need courage. Like yeah. I'm in a point right now where I need to be patient and loving with myself. I am in like that sort of ebb of creativity right now. Like there's not a lot going on, which is fine. I had a really busy year leading up till June. And then this month has been really dry. And that's okay, and that's natural. But I, I've been like kind of trying to get myself to find the courage to risk to going into another project or whatnot, or, or, or taking an initiative to, yeah, just like you did, you know, go for something that I've been wanting to do. And I felt like creativity almost overrides courage. Wow. Like, if, if I shoot for courage, it gets me so far. But if I shoot, what was that? A it bug? was a spider. Or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> if I shoot for courage, it'll, it'll get me so far. But if I go for creativity, I will surpass, I will surpass my need for courage. And the I'll courage is implied, frankly. Yes, like, it, it will come as a byproduct yeah. if I focus on the create. Interesting. So that's, that's why I picked the create key. Yeah. What... Uh, what do you work in as an artist? Like, what is your medium? So I, I act and I sing and I um, write. Um, and, I, and I love doing film stuff, either behind the scenes or, or editing or being in a film. I, I just enjoy that medium a lot. And I don't have tons of experience with, with like professional filmmaking but I um, am always doing it as a passion, like always pumping out something that, that I like. Uh, and it's, it's always just, uh, it's the easiest thing for me to do, I think. Wow. In terms of like, I'm always feeling inspired to make a, a film, even if it's just a short little thing for a friend. Awesome. What, uh, what are some of the favorite things you've made? Um, well, so... Uh, my friend Catherine and I started this uh, like movement. Well, I shouldn't take all credit. She and her sister really started this. And then I was brought in after they, they got it going called Give Love New York. And so uh, we've gotten into um, uh, sort of like a, a routine um, of um, seasonally uh, passing out roses to people on the streets um, just as a, like a, a gesture of kindness and then um, telling them, yeah, it's you know, for you to take home or you can pass it along to somebody else. Um, but I had this moment a couple of days before we had an, a, an event and I thought, I, I know exactly what I want to do. I had seen um, Sarah Bareilles had put out a music video uh, to the song Brave in which she had people dancing around on city streets and just kind of connecting with people through dance. And I thought, we ha she did it in L.A., and I thought, we have to do a New York version of that. It's perfect. And Catherine is a perfect candidate to help me out with that, and Margot Fitzsimmons was there as well. So, um, so that, th th that was just like a divine inspiration. And we got uh, uh, a friend to help us out, uh, this really great um, 
he has a great camera and he's a good filmmaker and um so I sort of directed it and then he filmed it and um, then I edited it together and it was so fun I mean it was just one of those things that was so fun to do we dubbed it over the song and um, I remember I spent like 12 hours like consecutive hours editing it together and put it out and um, we were super excited about it because it's just fun and and it was made with a sense of love and the same spirit that she created it with and um, it started like rising in, in, in views, which is exciting for us. And then all of a sudden, um, like it really took off uh, and we were kind of curious why and uh, had no idea. And then um, my boyfriend got me tickets to see Sarah Bareilles live here in the city. And um, she was about to sing Brave and she said, you know, so many people have connected to this song. And there have been people that have made tribute videos to this song. (laughs) And uh, then she started singing. And behind her were like five or six different tribute videos cut together. And all of a sudden, like, our video popped up. And she toured with that video all over the U.S., which was so crazy. Holy shit. And the cool thing about that is that literally like two weeks before we went to that concert, Margot and Catherine moved out of the city and I was very, they're my best friends in the city I was very heart uh, broken over that and to get to see them in like 25 30 foot images in this video yeah, her concert was really exhilarating that is <laughs> incredible it's really fun yeah um, <laughs> oh yeah we definitely I, send me send me a link to the video yeah, how can sure. I find the video just uh, it's it's like Sarah Brilla's, uh New York City tribute okay. or something like that. Right. Brave, well, yeah. That's awesome, man. <laughs> it was fun. Well, congratulations. That's like <laughs> a really big deal. But I think those are the. Th- th- I think that's why I, I just like. It's not anything that I feel like I can take credit for. It's, right. I feel like it's just totally like, oh yeah, that we should totally do that, and then it's a project made entirely with heart. Yeah, I mean, y- you were sort of just. And describing the video, you just had this beautiful grin on your face. And it was just like, yeah, like, this is, like, obviously what we have to do. We obviously need to, like, give roses to people, like, because that's so nice. And, like, that just makes life so beautiful. Yeah. And, and, like, you can't help but do this thing because you are driven by your spirit of heart, right? Yeah, and it's so fun to connect with people like that. It's fun. (laughs) It is super fun. Oh, yeah. Um, so New York City how long have you been in New York City? i here six years six years yeah and I, so in setting up the sort of the time and place to do this cozy zone you know you were you were putting together this this uh, meditation retreat yeah and like and you said some very, very <laughs> resonant things in your email, like, oh, my God, like, I got to get out of the city, but I don't want to get out of the city because I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. Mm. And I guess, like, I don't know, something I'm thinking about or want to sort of hear your thoughts on is that that tension between, like, this is the epicenter of culture. And, and you, you, I think you said society earlier. It was like, oh, yeah, we live in a society where, you know, you got to push forward and you got to do all these things. But really, it sounded like you were describing New York City. Yeah, true. You know, society, as if it was, like, New York City, like, arts scene. Right. And there is something, like, there was, like, a vortex, right, that you, like, 
you want to get to the center of and is there a center of it and you want to be seen and you want you I don't know you want some I know I want something I know yeah. I want some sort of notoriety or, or prestige but I don't know exactly what it wants and I have probably very particular terms of how I want to look like and the only way to get that is to be around and like I don't know work really hard and like push really hard but it, you'll you'll hurt yourself yeah. If you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I have a really good friend that uh, is a Swedish filmmaker, and he um, pushed himself so hard that he ended up, uh, like, cracking. I, I don't know. He, he, he can't really explain that, but all he tells me constantly is be really careful with your energy. Don't give it all away. Don't, uh, like, make sure you're taking time out don't do what I did because he says he'll, he's never been able to regain the energy he used to have when that happened. So what that, is, that what is his around. life like now? I mean, what is what, how is he different? I don't know because I o- have only known him since that happened. Wow. Um, and he's still producing great work yeah. um, and, and all that. Uh, and I think he's regaining his energy. But I, I don't know. I, I've always sort of heeded that as a, as a real thing to think about because I know, just like you were saying, I really push myself um, and I get down on myself, which is sure. such a, uh, uh, not really the place to, to work from. No. You know, like, like being like, come on, Jamie, like everybody else is working harder than you. Yeah. Da-da-da-da. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I mean, we, we see, you know, everybody's successes right. daily on, on social media. Of course. That, that's another driving force in sort of a, a motivating way, kind of. Right. I mean, it's, it's nice to be around friends that are doing really cool things because that drives us towards that I suppose but uh, it can be real when it comes out of a place of negativity and, and being hard on myself then I have to really really watch that absolutely what are what are we fighting for what are we like I I, I can't name I couldn't name what exactly yeah. the dream is or yeah. what I want like yeah I think it it's it's and this is just the truth of it, I suppose. And I wish it was a healthier thing. But I think it's to be, for me, it's to be respected and to be um, considered a member of this, like, <laughs> circle. <laughs> it's terrible. It's not terrible. That's but not terrible at all. Just any, I don't know. Like, I, I, Those I, head I, motions. Yeah. I remember a very uh, successful composer telling me, you know, there's like, there's like a million people doing this work and 10 that matter. And I was like, wow. oh my gosh, I want to be part of that 10. The 10 that matter. Like I want to be in living rooms where you don't feel, or I should say, where I don't feel like I'm uh, looking up and, and, and trying to uh, impress where I can just sort of sit comfortably and everybody just kind of has this mutual respect for uh, each other. Yeah. That's, that's not healthy, right? I mean... Well, but so think... I, I'm trying to imagine... So, like, let's say I was super respected and I'd gotten to this place. And like, I'm thinking a lot about, like, you, you said about the Dharma talks um, that, like, oh, you want all these great things in your life? You know how you get them? meditation (laughs) I I really like that and like I I can't like you have to like I don't know if I respect myself like 
you know, like finding that self-respect so that because I'd be like, oh, my God, like they everyone here thinks I'm a fucking loser. Like, in order, like, I don't know if I could achieve enough to ever right. like, actually like mitigate that unless I did some like work on the inside. hundred percent. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, yeah, because I like I do great shit all the time and I'm just like, fuck me. Right. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what I didn't right. do. I didn't. I don't know. I mean, I have all sort. I have a whole list of things. You know, right. didn't go to that open mic. Right. I'm a sack of shit. Even right. though I spend all day, like you know, fighting for the arts for children and yeah. like doing all the f- shit. You know, <laughs> all the shit that doing I do. All the shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, you and know. That's, yeah. Well, you've just tapped into something that's really challenging for me. Like the most, and in fact, like. I uh, took a course with Anna Devere Smith, oh, which was cool. incredible. Yeah. And we had to create one piece that sort of summed up who we were. And I did a piece about, uh, this is going to open up a lot, a can of worms, but I did a piece about, I was in uh, one of the largest natural disasters in the history of like our modern world. I was in a, uh, the tsunami in 2004. Um, in Thailand? In Thailand. Oh. And, 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 and coming out of that, I made a promise to like the universe, God, it was actually literally to the moon uh, after all that happened and said, I will serve. Those were the three words I said out loud. And, and, and I went back to that and I've gone back to that time and time again. Am I standing up to that promise? I will serve. And then there's the other part of me that is just what we talked about. Like, I want to be included. I want to be respected as an artist. I want to create my own work, you know, and and, and how great it is when those things overlap and how great it is when I feel like I'm balanced, where I'm creating my stuff and I'm serving or what is it serving? I mean, some people would argue by creating you are serving or whatever. But I think I come from a background where, especially like my family is very service oriented and that comes above anything else. So um, when you were saying I do all the shit, like I go... And I work for the kids and, and help them figure out their artistic voice or whatever. I, I, I'm totally driven by that. But then there's another part of me that's like, what about me? What about me? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you're not just a, an empty vessel to serve. Like, if you don't feel good, right. you can't serve as good. Right. But you're right about that can of worms, Jamie. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, okay, so you were in the tsunami... Yeah, my friend and I, we traveled to Thailand for four months, and we were in the tsunami. So, and you were doing some meditation at that time, is that, that right? That was it, yeah. Within the first week that we got to our trip, uh, we were like dumb college kids. Like, we had just graduated. We were like, I mean, we went from drinking like six nights a week to like coming to this, uh, to this uh, very important monastery and uh and 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 spending uh, a few days doing a silent meditation and learning the basics of how to meditate and then we spent the entire four months meditating whoa <laughs> yeah that's amazing it was pretty incredible yeah very life-altering so when did the tsunami hit tsunami hit probably about two about uh two and a half to three months into the trip of the four of the four so then we spent a month uh kind of figuring out what what we were feeling and thinking and processing and then we worked with a nonprofit to help doing to, to help do like some tsunami relief stuff 
Right. I mean, and so when, like, where were you, like, what, what, were, what, yeah, what we happened? Were, so, uh, I mean, by a series of, like, a dozen very obvious coincidences and another thousand unobvious ones, we got very lucky. Like, we were in the most, the safest part of the, uh, of our um, journey that we could have been. I mean, down to, like, the minute, basically. So, uh, so that was wild. Um, and then, so where where were you? So we were on the um, we were on the shore of Krabi, which is on the mainland of Thailand, Krabi Beach, and we had just come from an island called Koh Phi Phi, uh, where we were where we were planning to be through Christmas and past Christmas, which was when the tsunami hit. Uh, but we uh, we left that island kind of on a whim and ended up on this mainland, and then we. Um, we were going to stay at the backpackers beach, but we decided to treat ourselves because it was Christmas to, to go to like a, a place where they had all these like little huts, um, kind of like a little resort thing. And, and we, we got there and they, they were sold out. They were, they were full. So we started walking towards the backpackers beach and a lady was like, Hey, I'm giving up my space. If you guys want to move in there and having to be like at the very back of the whole resort. And then, uh, it was our last day in Thailand, so I had missed church as a as a good Catholic upbringing boy. Had missed church on the 25th, of course, because we were like rock climbing and meditating and whatever. And and so then I I was the next morning I was like I told my friend I'm like I'm gonna go to church. I found one church in this whole place. Uh, he's like great. I'm gonna go to the beach. And uh, then I woke up at like 7:30 in the morning, and he just said he felt this intuitive pull to come with me it surprised me he was like you know woke up at 7 30 and was like i'm gonna come with you so we took this little boat around the way to to the only part of the beach that had a seawall like an eight foot seawall and uh basically that's when the the waves hit but i mean it's it's weird to, to talk about that kind of thing because it feels selfish you know i mean there's like 200 plus thousand hundred thousand people that should I, I don't know I mean there's there's no way to really ration it yeah I mean weird. like you know I I don't I don't I can't imagine what that is like but like you know you what what are you supposed to do I mean it's just sort yeah. of like you you're here you yeah. know you that happened to you were you were where you were yeah for yeah. whatever reason yeah yeah I've tried not to like go too far into the, yeah. like what reason it was but yeah. i think what i came to was i will serve i will serve you said to the moon yeah <laughs> um that is so intense yeah very life-shaping and i mean you know saying you spent a month processing and like figuring it out like i can't <laughs> so like so the waves hit and you were fine, or you were yeah. you got wet, or what? Like well, so the so the waves hit, um, and at our part of the beach, they um, hit the seawall first. Uh, so it brought all the water onto the shore, like onto the streets, and flooded the streets, and um, brought boats into restaurants still. But like when we went back to the resort we were staying at, there were like boats in trees, whereas these were just boats that were on the sidewalks. Right. Um, Right. So the impact was a lot less. I see. And then it was weird. I mean, w- three waves came, and, and then they hit. They hit, and um, uh, and then um, there were just splinters of wood all over uh, the horizon, and, and there were people like clinging to the pieces of wood, planks of wood, that we could see, and Thai people sort of, for the 
majority or stereotypically are afraid of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they, they, they can be in water, but they, yeah. some, uh, at least a, a lot of them don't know how to swim. Okay. So that was kind of intense. So my friend and I like waded, started wading into the water. Uh, that was the weirdest feeling, just debris everywhere. Yeah. And it was just like nails and rot and wood all over our bodies as we were starting to swim out to bring people in. And then all of a sudden there was this big cry uh, out saying there's another wave coming, which was... Um, there were reports, you know, in India and da, 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 right. there's this like final wave that was coming. Um, so that was weird. Everybody, that was a very strange feeling. Everybody just ran to the hills like you would see in a movie or something, just r- literally running all of us to the hills. And we spent the entire day up there. All the electricity was off. And um, that wave actually never hit our beach, wow. which was interesting. Wow. My God. Yeah. It was wild. And then I called my parents. We had, like, I, I don't know how, maybe they had a generator with a phone, and, and, and I got, like, you know, a few minutes, and my parents were asleep. And I said, you haven't heard about this yet. You will. We're okay. I'll call you when we have better access to a phone. <laughs> Jesus. It was wild. So my, um, I, I, was, I was in Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin, or more or less when that, that happened, or I, I think I was visiting home uh, for Christmas because I was in college. And in high school, I had a barbershop quartet, uh, the, and we called ourselves the Ozpie Fortet. <laughs> and like we were, some, we were some choir dorks, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and we did, and we put on a little concert in the local Whitefish Bay Library. Uh, like a benefit concert, and we gave the proceeds to the Red Cross for tsunami efforts. Because, like, you know, you, we, we, I mean, watching it on TV, that, that's all it was. You know, I watched it on TV. That, that was safer, probably, than where you were. I mean, certainly, yeah. <laughs> you know, the seawall sounds nice, but, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin is, is nicer. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow, that's so cool that you guys did a benefit. We yeah. did a little benefit, but, like... I had never, I've never spoken to anyone who was there or, oh, and we, I think we actually went, we went to Thailand like afterwards. Really? Yeah. No way. Uh, We did. And we didn't like, and it it had been a while, like things had sort of calmed down and, you know, but like a hundred thousand people died. I think it was about 220,000. 220,000 yeah. people uh, like uh, in Thailand alone oh uh, no that was throughout so throughout was like, yeah. like Indonesia and India yeah and, right yeah. right yeah, yeah oh man that is that is crazy natural disasters where the whole world kind of looked oh yeah at it. oh I mean, definitely all turned in to yeah this yeah. Just, uh, yeah and perhaps it like set the precedent for other things you know right and it seems like there's been more natural disasters yeah. uh, than we've Previously. Yeah. Well, yeah. We were talking about, it, it always reminds me of like, you know, I, I came to New York with the expectation that the beast was going to buck me off, you know? Yeah. And it makes me think that like the, the earth is like <laughs> trying to tell us something. Yeah. Right. That right. With the, like, hey guys, you, you know what you should do? You got to serve, you know, mm. like, but who do you serve? That's right. Who do you serve? That's the, that's the turning in part. Yeah, you that's serve. The listening part. You st- serve everybody. Yeah. You yeah. serve life. And everybody's going to serve differently, and that's the oh, beauty sure. of it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. The 
bees, man. The oh my bees. god, the bees. Ooh. Yeah, save the bees. Something that nun said that was so surprising because she was so peaceful is that she said every day is a battle. When you wake up, you are battling against the surges of um, the unnatural um, ego-driven lifestyle that, that we are battling against. Whoa. Yeah. What kind of nun was this nun? <laughs> she, was, she was incredible. A Buddhist nun? <laughs> Uh, Catholic nun? No, no. Yeah, definitely in the in the vein of, of like Buddhism. An Eastern yeah. nun. An Eastern nun. Yeah, yeah. Smiley, very smiley, very unattractive from a like like Western standard of beauty. Okay. Yeah, but uh, so that was kind of stunning. A lot of the people from the ashram were very um, physically, uh, according to like the Western standard of beauty, very unattractive. They were ugly. So it was yeah. an ugly ashram. <laughs> yeah. But what the cool part was, was by the end of the week, I was like, I had let my hair down. Like I was um, like a mess. You got, you like, got I, ugly? I, I got real ugly. And everybody <laughs> there was beautiful to me. Oh like, yeah. Beautiful. Nicely done. <laughs> Just beautiful even physically beautiful oh. like that nun became beautiful oh me? man <laughs> oh i like that i like that a lot <laughs> oh man i just by the day i was letting it out more and more and more i mean i was just what did that look like do you remember yeah. i mean, I mean uh, it went from like shoes to sandals to like bare feet kind of okay. although there were ticks so then i went back to shoes <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Yeah, I, I showed up in the dining hall, I think, on the, on the last day, and, and basically, like, that kind of cracked me up in, like, I think, like, a like a tank top uh, and these, like, really short shorts and, I, I think, bare feet or something like that. Just, just that sounds okay. Like, no shave, no, like, my hair is just running wild. Like, yeah, just letting it all hang out. It's great. That's great. So, so the nun got sexy. They're not sexy, but beautiful. Yeah, I mean, sure, sexy too. She sexy. had these dimples. Uh -huh. She, yeah, she sort of turned into like a Mae West. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> I like, I like this practice. I, you know, I because I just, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot. I there's a lot of beautiful people out there. Mm. Like, you know, we were, we were. I don't know if we were we weren't catcalling, but we were commenting on the passersby, yeah, right. you know, initially. And, uh, people are looking great, you know, like, you know, you, that, that lady in the, in the teal dress, like yeah. she looked great. She did. Yeah. Great. She did. Um, right. yeah. I mean like really, really everyone's, I, maybe it's the summer and like there's, everyone has a bit of a sheen, yeah. you know, and they're, they're getting looking. tan. Yeah. yeah. Like it, there, there are many, many, many attractive people mm. in this town. That was what, the other thing. Coming back from the ashram, I like as soon as I got into the New York City subway system, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the most attractive!" <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, "Oh, this is beauty." Okay. Oh, so I you mean, really, so flipped. your 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 meditation and yoga practice really, like, really <laughs> got you primed. <laughs> You're, you know, you're human being aficionado. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. Who knows? 
that almost, I, I don't know if that's true, but uh, that looked like Mel Kuang running by, mm. uh, who uh, I, went to, I went to kindergarten with, I went to school with, and I ran into her actually the other night, uh, <laughs> just randomly. She lives here yeah. in the city, and it's always, you know, it's always fun to run into people ah, you know. Yeah. That used Small to trip town. me out. I know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you think about, I mean, it's just sort of like anything is possible. You could be in a safe, you know, the safest possible place when the wave hits, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, But like in a a city of over 8 million people that like, you know, you are at the same place in the same time, people you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was was hiking this weekend, uh, also doing a cozy zone with my friend Zach. And I ran into a, a former coworker of mine in Cold Spring, hmm. Caitlin Crowley. Just ran, to, I mean, on the trail. Yeah. Like. Now, do you try to make meaning of that? Like, do, uh, or what, what I do mean, you I don't do? know. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, what can you do? What, you know, what do you <laughs> do? What do you? Uh, well, I, I don't have the charts. I don't have the proper like equipment to make meaning of that. I don't think. I, so the reason I ask is because I've given up on trying to make meaning. Totally. I, I sort of enjoy it, but one time I, I was studying abroad in Paris when I was uh, an undergrad. And oh man! I ran into this girl on the streets that I knew from like you know years prior, and. and and we literally just kind of, we were new at this idea. Like it was like the <laughs> first time that sure. something like that had happened yeah. where in this, you know, far away town, I ran into somebody I knew yeah. and we walked together till we thought we figured out why we were together, like why it happened. What'd you come up and with? Nothing really sensical. Oh, I mean, actually it turned out to be kind of a disaster because we, it was that whole idea of like attachment, right? I mean, sure. we were so like. Uh, obsessed uh, by this uh, that we didn't even enjoy it. We're like, well, this guy has to mean something. Like, well, what, what, what are you doing? What's your birthday? What, what you know, like, what, what, <laughs> yeah. why are we here together? You right, know, under, like, under which, like, <laughs> schema does yeah. this make sense? Yeah, like, this, has to, like, this has to mean something. And then she's like, well, come, to, come back to my house later tonight. And, and I was like, okay. And, and so then, and so <laughs> you, were, then, you were stressed about it. You were stressed. Yeah. yeah. And so then I, 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 like, <laughs> I, I actually ended up getting lost and never found her apartment. Oh we didn't have cell phones oh back then man. either. Oh, so, man. So oh, there's a spider on your head. Oh, thank okay. you. Uh, thank you. Uh, so then, oh. yeah. So then I got lost for like three hours looking for her apartment, never found it, went back home, and of course then even tripped out even more about <laughs> what it meant. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't know. So it sounds, I mean... I've given up on that. Yeah. Yeah, because it sounds like it, it's a lot of heartache if you yeah. really... But then I, I imagine there's going to be a point in your life where you'll, you'll just know or when the answer will come. Totally. So, and isn't that oh. the main idea of all of this? All of this. So, okay, so we were in meditation class, and I was j- loving it. I was loving it. Please, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to actually get out my, yeah, my, grilled my grilled cheese. So the, uh, I'm what checking d- for spiders. Oh, good idea. Bombay Sandwich Company. Indian food in a sandwich. Great yes. Spot. Yes, please. Okay, so I I just the the like the whole process to get into yoga class was pro- like the most pleasurable thing. Like, you know, you were like you came late and you were like, "Hey man, like, uh, yeah, I'm like I'll be there right there." Yo, this 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 girl just jumped off a building like right over there. Did you read about that? I was like, "Oh my god, no." And you were telling me about the 
the like the girl who threw herself off a building and I was like Jesus Christ all right well it's time to go <laughs> meditate so we go up and we get in there and 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 the guy he has a name tag on him I'm like uh oh name tags this is gonna be fucked up and he was like hey my name's Philip and I'm like oh hey I'm Jamie never never introduced himself to me <laughs> he didn't say hi to me. Because he saw he saw your face. He saw that you like had the ashram <laughs> yeah, glow or something. Yeah. And I was just a, some piece of shit. Yeah, he saw that. I, absolutely. Mm, mm, good girl, Pete. That was a good. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah, he saw my glow. He mm-hmm. saw that I was enlightened. Yeah, ma'am. Actually, he, what you didn't see is I was levitating like three inches from the ground. Oh, I saw. Oh, you did? I saw. <laughs> I was in denial. <laughs> did you see when I said I'm going to the beginner's class? He's like, really? You don't. I mean, <laughs> Like, you sure you don't want to teach the advanced class? <laughs> like, no, I'm here to be humble, man. Yeah. No. And then, then you barged in on that poor man in the bathroom. Yeah, that was intense. All genders. I was like, you know, you're trying to trying to be, you know, it's like, yeah, whatever. I'm all genders. Whatever, no problem. I'll just go to this bathroom. <laughs> and then that poor man, or you know, that poor person who would right. also have all genders. I only, I'm the only one who knows the gender. <laughs> oh, no, he can be whatever gender he of wants. Of course. I can tell you what I suspect. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I made a bunch of, like, non-meditative, like, non-yogic things happen. Remember when I sat, like, obstructing the door? <laughs> and I was like, I was in that zone of, like, hey, if it's meant to, if they're meant to walk in the door, like, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. And you're like, uh, Jamie, you should probably scoot up a few feet. Yeah, yeah, we, we got it. But then the cast of characters that came oh into the, I was just like, yes. Amazing. So good. Like, oh, everyone man. everyone just had that look of like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, I'm t- uh, what's going to happen? Yeah. What is going to happen? Yeah. Uh, and uh, they were all very sweet. Mm-hmm. I think Katarina or Katrina. I liked her. Yeah, I could tell. I liked her. You could tell I liked yeah, her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had a good vibe. She did. Wait, but She's how could you tell I liked her? Um, how could I tell? Because <sighs> you're, not, you're not wrong. I don't know. It just made sense. Fair enough. Yeah. Was she French, do you think? Gosh. Was she French? She had an accent, yeah. yeah. I, I would say she French. Had, she was... I, you know what? She really... Uh, had such nice skin, didn't she? Yeah. So tan. Yeah, nice skin. Yeah, she did have nice skin. I liked her. I liked her face. Mm. I liked yeah. her face and her glasses. Yeah. yeah. I think I have a thing for glasses. Oh my gosh, I me love, too. I love glasses. Oh my gosh, I'm a sucker. Yeah. Oh, such a sucker for glasses. Yeah. Such She's a sucker. She has nice glasses. <laughs> um, Someone's crying. Yeah. Um, okay, well, so the, all of this is a setup for this the, a very moving moment mm. where you, Jamie Roach, were clearly, you know, you are, not only are you working on your enlightenment and your, your meditation, but you're also, you know, working hard to cultivate your artistic practice. Yeah. And, you know, there was a go around and, and the, the teacher uh, was like, Dalila, I think is her name. I was like, oh, yeah, so how'd that go for everyone? And everyone was like, I fell asleep. It was hard. I thought about other things. It was, it was hard. And you're like, yeah, well, you know, all these thoughts uh, came into my head. And, I, you know, I'm just, I'm in this place where, I, like, I'm trying to write for a half hour every day. And, like, you know, I'm just I'm trying to, like, you know, capture these ideas. 
And Dalila said, oh, well, you know, if we were on retreat, I would say, you know, just let them go. They'll, they'll come back. They'll come back. But if, since we're not on retreat, I would say, experiment. You know, follow them. See where they go. And the whole exchange was very meaningful to me. I, I yeah. thought it was very beautiful. That's so liberating to hear her say that. Yeah. Both of the things. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, shit, like you forget something. Or like, you know, like that's the kind of thing. It's like, oh, fuck, what was that great right. idea I had? Like, oh, <laughs> shit, it's gone. Fuck. Yeah. But it's like, no, no, it's not gone. It's just somewhere else and it's going to come back. Yeah. If, yeah. It, if it needs to, if it's worth it. Right, right. Right, right. And and all of the, what we've talked about basically goes back to attachment mm-hmm. or towards that drive to grip or that that allowance to let go and and and, and allow which I'm going to say society again but I do mean New York <laughs> is like I have the tendency to grip hard here and make it happen. Yeah, man. And uh Man, it's such a such a such a test of faith to just let it go. I, there was this girl's Facebook uh, cover page or whatever that said, "If if it's meant to be for me, then it's you know it's for me, and if it's meant to be for somebody else, it's meant to be for somebody else, or whatever." She's talking about acting, I think, like okay. a role. Sure. Like if that role's meant, if that role has my name on it, that's great. That's it. If it's not mine, then somebody else's. I love that, but man, that is hard to do. That's nearly impossible to do. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Hmm. I'll share this with you. That's because it made me think of it. I talk about this a bit on the cozy zone, but so Nicolette and I are in a uh, open relationship. We're oh, in like wow. a poly relationship, and um, she's had a long time sweetie. Like they've been together like two years. Yeah. Seeing each other, and. You know, people, a question I'm asked a lot is like, oh, well, are you jealous? And and the answer is yes, but it's maybe not. I'm often surprised of where it comes, and it's like I'm jealous of, I'm jealous of sort of the, the that long-term thing, like this cultivated thing that like you have gotten to a place with your other sweetie that it's like that you've maintained this for so long that there's it's easeful uh you know that like so i'm like i'm very much in like a a dating like a first dating phase like yeah. i'm i'm going to drinks tomorrow with somebody like who knows how it goes uh uh cozy zone uh uh, just the one that just passed, actually. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, who? I, I, yeah, the one. Uh, Lisa Giordano with the chair, with the the reading chair. The reading chair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it was a great cozy zone. That's I I imagine. Uh, I I mm-hmm. don't I I don't know what she th- if she thinks it's a date if she thinks it I I don't know. Yeah. I mean I I think I hope it's a date. Cool. Uh, she doesn't necessarily know that, and so yeah. thank God I'm I'm gonna co- speak to her before this this airs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Um, <laughs> But uh, I guess, you know, I guess thinking about attachment and thinking about, like, holding fast to things, too. Like, you know, in in what other arenas of one's life can you let things go? And, like, I I feel scared all the time that, like, oh, well, this means that, 
Nicolette's going to stop loving me or that like we're going to like I'm going to lose her or, like some you know I'm scared a lot right. about that. Yeah. And that's not, you know. What can you do? I mean it, again it's like what can any like ultimately that needs to come from myself. Yeah, that's such a good question or a ponder. Yeah, yeah. I I uh man, yeah, I I definitely have a jealous bone for sure. Mhm. And, uh, yeah, a lot of that has to do with, um, me, you know, like with my own, um, uh, yeah, fears and grip and, uh, not being cool with, you know, loving myself and, and feeling like, okay, I I am who I am, you know, I think that's, man, it's so funny because, I think it just goes back to that same question about, and, I, and I've asked this question to hundreds of people since basically that Thailand trip, because that's when I became really enlightened about that idea of letting go and not, and allowing and not gripping and not forcing. And I asked, I've asked hundreds of people that question of when do you fight for it and when do you go for it and when when are you proactive and when do you just sit back because if you sit back a lot of times I I don't know I mean and that's a question of my life I think I will constantly ask that question of when do you surrender and just allow and when are you proactive and maybe I'm putting it into a you know Maybe they don't have to be exclu- exclusive. No, but but what uh, you were started to say? What happens when you like sit back? Like when you sit back, what what happens or what what do you? I mean, what does that mean to you? Sometimes, uh, and and I guess I put it in terms of like a New York versus a California perspective. Okay. Um, sometimes in California, like. The reason I love California is because there's a lot of that. There's a lot of just enjoying and being and and whatever happens, happens and accepting, um, you know, this is where I'm at. And, and Uganda is like that, too. That's why people I mean, that's I think there's a correlation between the joy of a lot of people in Uganda and sort of a surrender to an, an acceptance of, OK, this is where I'm at right now. Sure, I strive for this stuff, but I'm here. And, I, and I'm totally, like, surrendering to being here. And then the New York side is like, I'm here, but I want to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what gets New York growing and moving and shaking. Yeah. And, and there's a beauty in that. Yeah. Um, so Can you tell us just a, a few few words about Uganda? How, how did you come to be in Uganda? Yeah. I, uh, so after, you, after the Thailand thing, the, the, the thing that I found to serve a very direct way of doing it was working with this organization called Invisible Children, and they were, yeah, I know, coincidentally, I'm wearing the shirt today, which is amazing. Um, they uh, are an organization that work in primarily northern Uganda, uh, and they've had uh, this huge 10-year uh, run of it now, maybe 11 years or something, but um, through lots of trials and errors and uh, huge triumphs and everything. But, um, yeah, I got involved with the organization and worked with them for about three years, and for about 14, 15 months, I worked with them in northern Uganda, which was great. Awesome. Yeah. And you were telling me that you, you rode the Nile oh, a man. lot. Oh, man. Yeah. That was like the, that was like the uh, saving grace of that. Uh, you know, it was kind of like get going up, upstate 
uh, from New York City. <laughs> like getting to get out into the Nile was my oh version my of god yeah, oh my awesome. god awesome awesome that is a that is a hilarious uh, <laughs> I feel like it's a little different but <laughs> maybe not maybe it's just <laughs> like that Berkshire <laughs> the Nile River oh my like god. sister cities. Oh, boy. So when do you sit back and when do you fight? And so I think, yeah, not wanting to get off the relationship thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so I watched a Mae West movie recently. And back in those days, like the men generally fought for the women. Yeah. And were very straightforward. Yeah. You know? and, and my grandpa, actually, and I go back to this a lot. My grandma was engaged to another guy. Oh, wow. And uh, he went up to her and said, you're not going to get married to that guy i'm the man for you i know it i know it you are coming with me <laughs> like and, and, and i'm not saying that that's you know what i think is healthy for a society but they were married 60 years wow and um there it is there there i mean that there is um a part of our culture, a part of my heritage that is about that driving force of getting it, you know, proclaiming yes. this is what I want, this is what I'm taking. Well, I mean, there's there's also something in there about, like, setting an intention. Like, maybe right. maybe it's a little aggressive, but, like, that's <laughs> also, like, it's in the same realm of, like, yes, like, I, I envision this thing, and I say, yes, this will be, this will be manifest in my life, yeah. you know. Yeah, but like it, right, but then you all, you know you have to do it, I presumably with with uh, grace and love and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, I, none of this is none of the, we're not gonna uh, none of this, we're gonna solve it, but like uh, I I think um, I just I think it feels it feels good to strive to let things go as much as possible like yeah. and and trust that trust that if you allow the things you love to flow freely mm. in the universe that they will not run from you that they are still with you that they are part of you and they will still come back to you i think mm. that's that's maybe what what i'm thinking about that's great um and like i'm always surprised like it, for some reason, I'm always surprised when, like, Nicolette gets home from a date. And it's just like, do you still love me? And she's like, yes, do you still love me? I'm like, yeah. And so I was like, oh, great. And then we resume. Oh, you know, which is, you know, it's a, it's, an, it's emotionally intense, sure, you know. So intense. But, like, it's nice. Like, it's like, oh, wow. Like, so we're doing this thing. Like, we're making this work. And then, you know, we talk about our feelings and there's all these processing. Uh, and I'm getting much better at processing, too. I'm, I'm in therapy. I'm, like, figuring it all out. Like, I'm going tomorrow morning. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, that takes such uh, a level of, of what we're talking about yeah. in practice. Yeah. Trust. And, yeah. Uh, and not only that, but um, just letting go of expectations, yeah. being okay with uh, with uh, disappointment. Perhaps, uh, or, yeah. Man, that is advanced work. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's intense. It mm. is advanced. It's I mean, it's n I you know, someday maybe it'll be easy, but not not today. It's not terrible, but it's like yeah. totally, totally intense. I mean, we I guess uh, I we this is the longest relationship she's ever been in. Um, and not me, because I, I had like a 
four and a half year relationship when I starting when I was sixteen. Wow. Okay. Which is not. I don't recommend that <laughs> uh, for those out you out there who are planning on that. Uh, you know, just just uh, you know, meet who you meet when you're sixteen. Yeah. It's all good. I mean, love is great. But wow. like you know, don't don't hold on too tightly. Right, right. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Did you write that on the whiteboard? Uh, uh, hold on tightly, let go lightly. Uh, Was that in your curriculum development uh, group? Gosh. Maybe not. Hold on tightly, let go. Like, no, it wasn't. But I, I have I have something very similar up at my house right oh, now. Oh yeah. So, yeah. What is what is your uh, letting go of my grip? Is Ooh, what it says. Letting yeah. go of my let grip. Go. Yeah, we had a Martin Luther King party. And everybody wrote a little mantra that they would want. They wanted. They, they would want to work on for the next like six months or oh, a year. Oh, cool! Yeah. Yeah, but I think my version of what you're talking about a little bit is. Um, so I'm. I'm like so. I have this bone in me that uh, I talked about jealousy, but I'm also very afraid of being abandoned, mm-hmm. and I don't know where that really comes from. I've had breakups that were you know like I felt like the rug was pulled out under me maybe that's part of it but um so there's this part of me that's always thought that I have to like have constant contact with my boyfriend with Jonathan or else somehow he'll just disappear totally and uh that's been my growth in the last like six months year I mean even this tonight is is pretty novel for me to Ah. be like He'll be okay, you know. Like I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna, you know, ah, and nice. he'll 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 figure out his thing nice. tonight, and yeah. and we'll get back together, and and maybe it will be a little weird for a little, few minutes, and we'll whatever, but we'll be okay. And yeah. if we're not okay, then that's okay too. But yeah. I can't live in the fear of, you know, that abandonment. So I think that's it too. It's like trying not to label a girl cut your eye. Is that right? Uh, well, I mean, we just made eye, we were making oh, eye contact. Yeah. I, she made, and yeah, I mean. I've been loving this view because people keep making eye contact with us and it's more eye contact than I get. Usually. Oh yeah. It's so I'm like, whoa. Totally. Yeah. No, that was, I was just like, <laughs> I, I, I guess I was just curious to see how long she would keep eye contact. It's like, oh, yeah. we were doing the whole time. It's pretty, it brings me back to being like young and like 18 and like get some like gay cruising gay like neighborhood like getting all this attention i'm like whoa i haven't felt this way for a while well, we're in chelsea hey hey uh i also i just want to say that i i, I think it's gonna be fine with jonathan that he, oh yeah he's he's that, amazing yeah yeah no but i mean like yeah this is this is i i'm happy to hear that this is you know sort of a night out yeah um but i i have a feeling yeah i don't know you know we'll We'll, we'll put you back better than the way we found you, huh? <laughs> no, I think that's the beauty of it is just knowing that it's going to be okay. Anything really is yeah. going to be okay. Totally. I love that. There's that book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. Oof. And God. Uh, it basically boils all fear down to thinking that we won't be able to handle whatever is going to come. Totally. Or for me, often other people won't be able to handle oh, yeah. some stuff. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. But realizing that we've always handled it. Totally. Yeah, and everyone's everyone's going to be fine. Yeah. Jamie, I think it's it's time for the 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 real reason why we're here tonight. Uh, have you listened to Cozy Zones before? Yeah. Yeah, I have. So then you may know that I am a I am a uh, a program officer of the Cozy Zone Foundation. 
Um, and the Cozy Zone Foundation is an incredible foundation. You're you're involved with philanthropy, so you understand, you know, how this works. But they are an organization that um, gives unlimited funds to artists mm. um, to make a, a creative collaboration. And uh, I, I am given the great privilege and honor uh, to, you know, meet with someone and chat about how they're doing in their cozy zone and then at the end make this this offer that commission this piece that if you or and I were to create an artistic mm. collaborative project together what would it be knowing that we have unlimited funds right oh man that's exciting yeah hmm I think what we could do well yeah. is create experiences for people to connect okay and come together awesome so i think it would be and it would have to be with a real lining of humor or fun oh to it. definitely yeah. um, something maybe a little outrageous uh-huh. or silly uh i guess um it would be a tent. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, somewhere in the city. Okay. Uh, tell me about this tent. What does this tent look like? It would, uh, it would be, uh, it would be um, I don't know. It'd be, it, would, it would allow for um, just a lot of spectacle to go on within it. So like a circus-ish tent. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe... Uh, but as opposed to like a camping tent. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, like it's a like a pavilion, huge, like a huge yeah, pavilion. Huge white tent, yeah. And, and maybe, it was, are there walls? Are there... Yeah, I imagine it's um, <laughs> sort of like that uh, tent that you see in Chelsea right over here where they play indoor soccer or tennis or something. Oh, wow. Oh, so there's like it's like, yeah, a, like sort a of a dome. caterpillar... Got it. I want, like, I'm thinking projection. Yeah. The ability to do that. Because I'm thinking, I mean, I, I didn't know about your love of film. Like, I didn't, yeah. like, I didn't know that, like, you you said some things like a film is easy. I, like, you, you can't help but, like, make films, it sounds like. That that's, like. I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. You enjoy it. And, I like, I, I'm interested in following that. I, I would be interested in, like, doing some sort of film. There, some aspect of filmness with you. That cool. I think that would feel really good. What would that? Could you? How could you tie that in to connectedness? Well, okay. So, so you, you you said this tent. There's projections, right? So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if there is like there's like a little studio that like people sort of wander in and they're like, oh, what's, what's this? And then we're like, hey, how's it going? It's Jamie Roach and Ben Weber. Oh, and you're on a sound stage. Oh, yeah, come over here and grab the, grab this thing. And so like we have all of these supplies, all these maybe different flats and we can roll in and it's yeah. like, okay, we're going to make a film together. <laughs> Great. And so here, here's this. And, uh, you know, maybe we sit them down. We like have a table. Like there's this whole like... Everything's this sweeping, like, uh, sweeping ritual. Mm. Um, and, like, maybe there's a writer's table or that, you know, it's like, we sit out oh, here, here's our executive producers, have a cigar. And it's like this catered lunch, and we rolled it in. It's like, what are you, you know, because I, I imagine we like to, we're devising people, we're interested yeah, in getting sure. input. Um, but then ultimately, the film can be maybe projected onto the tent. Mm, that's fun. Yeah. Um, I love that. The audience could watch it, 
Yeah. Uh, maybe interact with it somehow. Totally. Give totally. Suggestions yeah. Or so I, mm-hmm. I visited my friend Joe Capper in uh, Minneapolis, and I went to an art festival called Northern Spark. And one of the, my favorite things that I saw there um, was, so Northern Spark is basically this middle-of-the-night, all-night art festival, okay. kind of like Figment. Um, and there was this old uh, mill with, like, these five columns, like this huge uh, old stone industrial building. And there were these projections that... like showed five different people like wiggling around on like a this this place far away so they were filming these people and they would like do their thing and slide up and down and then their their images would be projected on this enormous structure and that was very charming and it made me think that oh maybe this lovely dome like that i mean that like so like basically it's like a 24 24 hour like imax dome (laughs) film experience yeah yeah because we like we could have imax camera we have a lot of money right so we could like get some imax cameras yeah um i don't know if you can do like live you can't probably do live imax maybe we could though could you imagine i mean i yeah you could (laughs) i mean yeah maybe i why not why why not not? and can we please have a water feature where people can (laughs) swim (laughs) through sure like we can watch the film and be swimming. It would be nice to let you float and like oh, watch what's going on. Oh, this city needs way more water more features. More water features. I find, I don't think I've said water feature more than like maybe five times in my entire life. <laughs> but it is a very funny, it's very funny. It's a great word, yeah. Who, why do you say it? Like, wh- like, why do you earnestly say water feature? Like, you said it, you used it very well here. I mean it. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing that I, I, I better describes what I'm thinking in my mind than water feature. Well, so, I mean, it could be, the thing about it is it's, it could be a fountain, it could be a pool, it could sure, be, but sure. it's a little uh, general, I guess. I guess, I guess. What, why did I say feature instead of a pool? Um, Water feature. No, because like, but I felt it because it, because you were giving space. You were, you yeah, were, you were, it. you were experimenting with offering a gap. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's you know, you were, in which to fill. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. With hopefully water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> the city, I do not get it. I do not get it. People go to Sheep's Meadow and they're like, this is just like the beach. And I'm like, <laughs> this is half of the experience of a beach. This is like the sand. It's not like, it's not even like that. Like sand is much different than grass. Regardless, like, yeah, you can bake in the hot sun at Sheep's Meadow you can, as you yeah. would a beach. Sure. But at the beach, once you are roasting hot, you go in the water. San Diego. I'm very upset. So we need more water features, and I think that's why I said it. Yeah, well, let's do it. So it's so it, it seems like it's this, like, floating, like, yeah, floating, like, live-action IMAX public production studio. Yeah, and we're forgetting about the like five dozen swings yeah that are very high in the air 60 high 60 high swings uh, I, it's, it's, jesus that's scary but also but that's seating yeah the, I, the 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 swings are seating yeah yes oh yeah and you can you can swing on them you, you can uh you can fall off them into the water feature <laughs> 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 all right yeah uh, Great. This is great. I I think this is 
I feel good about it. I, do you? Do you, do we need to? I, I kind of went on a riff here. Do we well, need to add anything? I, I feel like we need to name it. Like it needs a name. Oh, yeah, like that's true. the thing. And I, right. like, I mean, I I'm picturing it. So it's you know. So it's yeah. it's probably like well, it's God knows where it is. It's probably in a open space or on a building somewhere. Right. But the the top of it is is the, a projection. Like sometimes we're I think we're when we're not. When we're working on the movie, it's showing other things. Totally. Like, you know, so totally. it's maybe not live. I think it would be nice to have, a, like, editing sort of, you know, it, yeah. like, sort of t- take some pressure off everybody, you know. And, and when it when it's so when we're working. Can you wor- imagine how much pressure that would be on oh, the person filming? Jesus like this, could, this is going to be broadcasting as we speak. Live. Live. Yeah, no, that's way. And into the, the public. No, no, no. That's That's terrifying. Yeah. But like, you know, and so then it's like this curate, it's this amazing, like in and of itself, it's this amazing thing Yeah. where you could have movies, you could have, oh my God, this is, could you imagine like IMAX, IMAX porn? Yeah. I mean, okay. So here's the deal. Here is it. I'm listening. I am obsessed and I know that's not a, 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 a yogi word here because they, they want us to be detached from obsessions okay. but here I'm owning up to this Okay. with this idea that I think it's possible for a room of people to be so engaged in an experience that they're to- they become totally present I've seen it in small examples in a concert for example which we should think about doing some bookings in our space. Totally, well. yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a venue. This is like a venue. Absolutely. I yeah. basically, my whole life is obsessed with making Moulin Rouge real. Okay. Like the the scene where she's swinging on the swing. Yes. And everybody's going crazy. Yes. And I know that's not true to life, but I think that's possible where it's so outrageous. And I watch, like, constantly go on YouTube and look for videos of, like, outrageous parties or concerts yes. or festivals. Or, and every time I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that's, like, 30% of what I want in terms of an experience oh, that's wow. so overwhelming that people just lose their shit. Wow. And forget about anything that they came into the room with and don't care what the future brings that are there. And I think that's sort of what... So this is a party venue. So this is, this is we're, we're striving for, we're striving for a venue that inspires ecstatic parties. But yeah, 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 I guess so. With a lot of creativity involved. Certainly. Oh, yes, yes. And and I want people to not just watch it, but to be engaged in the right. creative Absolutely. process. Absolutely, but it certainly we'll have plenty of comfortable places for them to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, a- absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the water feature. There's all sorts of stuff. There's probably all sorts of like workshops. I mean, yes. if this is a like a, it's like a production studio. So there's all of the all of these like toys around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I so it, it's sort of like this. It's a constant. It's sort of a constant generative IMAX movie party. Mm. <coughs> yes. Um, and so, what do we call it? This is my favorite part. Should we say it together? Yeah. I think we should look at each other. Okay. We say it. So the park. The, I called it a park. The park. Uh, okay. Is called. Shambalavin. No. 
Thanks, Jamie. That's the name. <laughs> no, come on. You can't say it together. I think that's it. What it's is it? It's called Ohm. Ohm? Yeah. I don't know. Ohm. <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that I just got back from an ashram. I don't think it's called Ohm. <laughs> ohm is the... is the. Are you guys going to Ohm tonight? Come on. Oh, well, let's go Ohm. <laughs> you, you, come on, guys. Ohm, sweet Ohm. <laughs> Oh no! No, punny. no I don't think so. Not. It doesn't even get to what we're trying to do. Om. Yeah, it's not. It's no. your <laughs> om is not w- don't that you bring don't go. A yoga mat. Yeah, well, you could. You could. That'd yeah, there's a moment. Incredible. It's sort of like a little like self-contained Burning Man, but it's a little more concentrated. That's exactly right. Yeah. You do it in a night, and you're not totally dirty. <laughs> I, I don't mind getting totally dirty. But <laughs> yeah, clearly not. Like <laughs> uh, excuse me, short shorts, barefoot in a tank top. Gross. Whoa. I was just like, whoa, I got to eat this later, Jamie. Watch this. Oh, what a monster. You monster. All right, all right, all right. Oh, my God. My hair was tousled slightly. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what a oh my oh, gosh! What I've a, what been a dirtier. Yeah, I'm sure. I <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, okay, so uh, not ohm. So it's a dome. Dome. Ohm dome. Ohm dome. Jesus. No, maybe it's like. Um, I don't know. It's just. It's like a noise, though. It's like a. Oh, a an automata, an, a noise. Okay. It's Gr- like a. Grr. Like, when you are in the middle of this, you are going to say, like, Okay, okay. So, like, with a Y, there's, like, re- That wasn't a full release. I was Yeah, so well, conscious. I know, I know. It's, it's, we're, it's, <laughs> I understand. I feel a little shy, also. <laughs> Pretty ladies make me shy. There they are. There they are. Thank goodness. Everyone's like everyone's like fifteen in New York. Is that's that, also is that, that how old they are? I th- well, they're yeah. they're they're yeah. they're n- maybe twenty, <laughs> maybe probably n- they're nope, no, <laughs> not they're. No. Is that a one take photo though? They're they are mature for however old they are. They they know how to use technology, but you know I take like every time I take a photo, I take seventeen yeah, photos. I'm like God, God damn it, <laughs> and like seventeen of them are blurry. Yeah. I'm such an idiot. But Jesus. okay. All right. Um, um, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, uh, I, I like, I like uh, so Primal Scream. No, I mean, not that. Uh, <laughs> scream Dome, Yell, Eulalia. There's like, that's the like Badger Battle Cry from the Red Wall series. I don't know if you're familiar with those yeah. by, by Brian mm. Jakes. Mm. It's about like sort of mouse warriors. Um, Maybe it is called the Mouse Warrior Superdome. Superdome. Biodome. I don't know if dome uh, is going to do it. Uh, but it could be it could be D and then the ohms like Sanskrit. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's kind of funny. Well, okay. So the, <laughs> the nun told me that ohm essentially breaks down into the energy that's shared between all of us. It is the great I am, as she put it. The great it's, I am. It's what we're all made of if you put it into a sound, is ohm. Ohm dome. The ohm dome. So maybe it's just 
Dome. Dome. Oh, that's going to be such a joke. It though. is a joke. I know, I know. It's hard not to be Dome. Dome. Home. What if it's just called Here We Are? Here We Are. Here We Are. Welcome to Here We Are. Or Be Here Now. So. Beom. 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 Om. Om is, I mean, I'm coming around. Keep getting there. I'm coming around. I mean, Om, it feels like Om is inextricable. What if it's just, just called glitter? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's just called hashtag glitter? Oh, my God. That, uh, that reminds me of so one of my favorite moments of uh, our, our uh, company holiday party. Uh, in which, oh, like, yeah. you, you, like, you started jump dancing yeah, in a right. way that I have ne'er seen <laughs> in any context. <laughs> Nonetheless, our God. company holiday party. There's nothing like a good jump dance. Man. Jump dance. But so in, and in that way, like, you, your, like, your energy was literally fueling the room. Like, every, <laughs> like, every... So fun. Like all of the fun that was being had was like er- erupting from you as epicenter. <laughs> Ooh, epicenter. Ooh, epicenter. 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 Oompa center. Oompa center. <laughs> Oompa loompa. <laughs> Hashtag here. Um, I like epicenter. I do. Epicenter. I do. I like. That. It's a little. It's a little like. It's a little sharp. Like poetically, it's like a. Epicenter. Epic center. Epic cent. Epicenter. Mm-hmm. Center. Epis. 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 Oh yeah, we could do all Epis. that. Epis. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think we're arriving at it. Are we? Uh, uh, Portugal. <laughs> Kiki Didi. <laughs> <laughs> we're just free flowing. We're just getting it. We're in the flow. Kiki Didi, I like. Kiki is not bad, actually. Kiki, yeah. Is that would we get would we get in trouble with the fems if we uh, if we uh, had a Kiki? We'd have to look into the fems. We would have to clear it. Yeah, we'd have to look into that. Yeah, they wouldn't like they wouldn't like this guy. Uh, you know, I I love fems, but uh, I I feel like they know they need their own uh, space. Yeah. Femi Nini feature. Femi water feature. Femi E E like like Femi Nini. Femi Nini. These are not bad. You These I love. This is this is beyond. We've broken something. We broke. This is new ground. <laughs> Femi Nini is that, that none. This is good, my man. Can you imagine that people like Femi Nini? I'm here. I'm right outside the Femi Nini. <laughs> I'm here. It are sounds here? like femininity. I like yeah, Femi Nini. Femi Nini. Feminini. What about just hold my hand? Hold my, my hand. Frankly, Feminini is my favorite Feminini. so far. That might be Feminini. it. Feminini. Yeah. Fomonomo. Oh, oh my gosh. Fomonomo. Fomonomo. Fomo. Feminomo. Ooh, homom. Homom. Homo. Fomo. Monomo. <laughs> Fomo, Monomo, Mimi, Nimi, Skimi, Oompa Loompa. Homo, I like. 
Home home. Home home. Home home is also I like. Yeah. Homom, homonym, homonym. No, but homom. So it's like om, and yeah. you're home. Homom, homom. Oh, you're homom. This is my homom. Yes. Homom, and it, there's a little homo in it, it's which is homo, which is, is always, always good. good. Always um, good. Homom. Feminini. <laughs> it's I. I don't know. So fun. I can't. Yeah. Feminini is sort of that's <laughs> it. It's like, oh my god, have you been to the Feminini water feature? <laughs> yeah. It's just sort of like, oh, my God, the Feminini bar is open. <laughs> Feminini screening. I think it's Feminini. It's Feminini. 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 Feminini mm-hmm. by Jamie Roach and Ben Weber. Yep. Yep. Holy shit. It's a dome in the city. Oh there's IMAX. Gosh. There's, there's, we're like, so we, we work into a frenzy. So Always. It has to get into a frenzy. And the frenzy is in service of being present. Oh, yeah. our umbrella is invading. There it goes. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. About oh God. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, wedding crasher. Wedding crasher. Indeed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Oh. oh. Our umbrella. Thank you. I'm so Thank sorry. You. Wow. Oh God. You guys okay? Did it impale you? Right. <laughs> oh. Gosh. Oh gosh. So oh God. Sorry. We really. Oof. Uh, so feminine. carried away. Wow. With Feminini. Homonomo. Um, wow. Traditionally, we end with a song. Love that. I think um, we might need to sing to these people to get them back into our good graces uh, about an umbrella. I don't know. Um, Home. Summertime. Oh, sirens and the sirens of Balerin. Water features and mile high swings. Oh, amazing How sweet the sound. present moment filled with light and unbelievably scrumptious appetizers (laughs) glib
attachments where you are. All gender bathrooms are for us. Just please. Please. Jimmy Roach, this has been a delight. Thank you so, so much, man. Thank you. What a fun night. What a fun night, <laughs> Femi Nini. <laughs> I'll see you at Femi Nini. See you there, man. Oh, my God. Thanks, Ben. Thank you, Jamie. We are intimately Finding our peaceful, cozy zone. And then, he interviews friends. It's awkward and then it's cozy zone. Occasionally, it's a lovely thing to be nosy in somebody's cozy zone. So please, snuggle up sweet. A beautiful thing, it's cozy zone.